All right, I am here with uh, Zach, the Dream Jacobs. He is a wrestler out of the Quad Cities here. Um, so, Zach, what all uh, companies have you wrestled for around here? Uh, Mississippi Valley Wrestling, Wrestling Past, Present, Future, um, Dynasty Pro, uh, Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme, that's based out of Illinois. That's like on the outskirts of Chicago. Uh, I never wrestled for SCW. Uh, have, you, have you done any of the like out-of-state ones, like Ohio and stuff like that? Um, I've done Illinois as far as Milan and stuff. Uh, I went, like I said, I went to Michigan. And I got in trouble because I was smoking weed with a fan, and we got kicked out of the promoter's house because we were supposed to stay at the promoter's house that night. And we got kicked out. And as we're driving back, Tyler Bodine says, you know, if we get pulled over, we're going to jail. And I said, why would we get pulled over? You're driving. You're sober. I'm not. <laughs> so it was a funny story. Plus, I said it's legal in Michigan. Uh, did you uh, did you ever see that documentary, Behind the Mat? Or Beyond the Mat? Yes, I did with Terry Funk. Mick yeah, Foley. Terry Funk and Mick Foley and... Uh, Jake the Snake and all that. Yes. Yeah, I remember seeing that and I was like blown away by just how crazy their lifestyle really is. Yeah, Jake the Snake was on a lot of drugs and he was smoking crack in the hotel and the interview and everything. Yeah, yeah, he was smoking crack in the interview. I remember that. Uh, yeah. So, what made you want to be a wrestler? Uh, I decided at like six years old, and then I trained when I was like fourteen with parents' permission. I trained in a guy's uh, yard named Bob Menard and Scott Dolquist and a guy by the name of Carnage, Ben McAfee, were training me. Um, Eric Brave, which runs the Black and Brave Wrestling School, he was getting paid by my grandpa for training lessons every time that my grandpa would have a show on MVW. But um, then they opened the school, and that was like 3500 which I did pay. Like I said, I got screwed, but yeah, yeah, maybe well, we'll work it out, I hope. Yeah, no, uh, I'll cut to that part right here. But so like wrestling, wrestling. Yeah, so we have a uh, like amateur. We have an amateur wrestler here. What's your amateur wrestling name? Zach the Dream Jacobs. The okay. Dream. Yeah. Well, that that's your gimmick, right? Yeah. What's your finishing move? Um, I like the sleeper hold. You don't have like your own custom one, like the RKO or any of that kind of shit. No. No. Not yet. Do you wear like a mask or like makeup or like a, a f anything, or do you just come out like in wrestling gear? I just come out in wrestling gear. Like the fucking boots and and the knee pads and the skin tight pants and shit. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. Um, you got any questions for him? Did wait? Did your drug use ever play a a, a role in it? Well, technically, you're supposed to smoke with the guys in the locker room. You're not supposed to smoke with the fans. But I got in trouble for smoking with this fan one time in Michigan when I was on tour with Beast. Wait, you guys, like, did meth in the... No, like, weed. Oh, I was going to say, well, you you're not supposed to let the like, fans can you know imagine you smoke. I was like... You're not, you're not supposed to let the fans know you smoke. And, I, I like, <laughs> when I was first doing it, I smoked with this girl up in Michigan, and mm. I got my ass, like, chewed. Like, but trainer. can you imagine a locker room? I got a huge ass for a second there. No, the trainer was like, we're going home. We can't stay at the promoter's house. And you just got us, like... Did you get paid we, for the shit? Sometimes you get paid. Uh, what's your streak, though? Are you, like, Undertaker's streak? Or 
Are you like uh, Scotty Too Hotty streak? Remember Scotty Too Hotty? Well, come in and do the worm saying. and get his ass beat? Man. Yeah. So, who's your favorite wrestler then? Mm, that's a tough one. I like Tommy Dreamer because he incorporated ECW in that whole like hardcore style. Is that where you get your name from? Um, no. I actually got it from Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. Yeah. And because it was my dream to like be a wrestler and be on the independent circuit. What about the big leagues like AEW, WWE, TNA, those ones? Would you ever sign with them? Yeah, I would actually. That's why I'm going to Impact Pro um, next year. That's a federation in Iowa, out of Des Moines. Really? Yeah, they have a training school you know, in Collins, well, Iowa. Well, Seth Rollins has a school here. Yeah, he ripped me off. I paid 3500 uh-huh, He, he told me, me to go. And then uh, I went that day, and he goes, oh, come the next day. And then he said, come the third day. And he's just like, oh, not today, bud. So, so Seth, I got ripped off by him. Seth Rollins took your money. Yeah, and it's like, not like I can sue him. I mean, he's got WWE and lawyers backing him. Like, did you meet? So you met him and talked to him. Yeah, he used to wrestle for my grandpa Jerry Rice, and, Mississippi Valley Wrestling, so and you, Scott Dahlquist out of. Uh, so you sit there and you talk to Seth Rollins and this rich millionaire WWE. I remember when he was like 19 years old and he used to wrestle around here. Well, he yeah. He grew up with my brothers. Yeah, he grew up with my brothers too. Yeah, he's from Buffalo, so he went yeah. to West and shit like that. Yeah. But you don't. How did you let a millionaire scam you out of fucking 3500 bucks? Well, it was Nick, actually. <clears throat> Who's that? That's a guy that wrestled at SCW. Yeah, but does Rollins know that you got scammed out of 3500 bucks? I don't know. I would take it up with him. You know, his coffee shop is like two places <laughs> yeah, down, Yeah, it's right? like two doors down from the wrestling thing. Well, he's got another location right here. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, so you should go. He, he was in here one day. I was talking to him, but I didn't know you fucking... Yeah. I didn't know you got scammed. I've known scammed. him for a long time. I've known him since I was like six years old. Well, then I would fucking tell him that you got scammed. He'll he used to watch him wrestle when he was Gix. He'll pro- then he'll he went probably, to Tyler Black, then he went to Seth Rollins. He'll probably give you your money back or he'll at least train you. Maybe, yeah. Well, why don't you do something about it, Zach? What are you doing? I should, yeah. Yeah, and then when you get on WWE, you got to, like, mention the podcast. I will. What's the podcast called? What's uh, the official name? Uh, I don't know yet. It's either Two Dudes in a Podcast or <laughs> Nick Crowley and Co. I haven't figured it out yet. Two Dudes in a Podcast is a stellar name. That's a stellar name. You hear that, Devontae? Stellar. So, hey, before you get out of here, Devontae, ask Zach a question. He's our segment for the moment. He's the local wrestling legend who overcame meth addiction. Hmm. Hear the phones ringing? Nobody is going to pick that phone up, dude. I'll ask you a question. How many of those groupies did you have your, have your way with, huh? huh? A few. A few of them? A yeah, few. you old dog, you. Gotta love you. Gotta fucking love it. So all you wanted to know yeah. was about his groupies. It I wasn't mean, about his like. When I was bouncing around the homeless, there was a few. Because mm-hmm. I was getting help from different people. Mm-hmm. This girl came over. Homeless people get all the pussy. And this is they a story that's all never. This pussy. is a story that's never been released. But I fucked my cousin's girlfriend while I was in jail. Ah ha ha! See. Well, it's about to be released now. It's on yeah, the podcast. It's about to be on YouTube. And do you think if now he had his own place, she would have wanted him? I don't think. Hi, Corey. But, uh, oh, so, uh, all right, so you said Tommy Dreamer is your, 
He's one of my favorites. I like Hayabusa. That's probably my favorite Japanese wrestler. He used to do death matches, like exploding cages and stuff. The death matches are where guys implement things of like light tubes, fire attacks, barbed wire. So you like the ECW kind of stuff? Yeah, Combat Zone Wrestling is another favorite. That's an indie promotion on the East Coast. So are you mainly just about indie wrestling or like do you watch like the the stuff on TV like TNA and all the WWE stuff, AEW, all that? I watch AEW, I watch TNA. I've kind of shied away from WWE just cuz we're in the PG era. Still. Yeah, it's not as raw and uncut as it used to be. No, it used to be um like the the attitude era. Yeah, I remember guys flipping each other off and they they talked like grown men who really wanted to fight. They didn't say things like kick your butt or whatever. <laughs> they didn't talk like kindergartners. Well, yeah, they're it just trying seemed to... more believable. Well, yeah, but Vince McMahon's trying to sell to a different market now. Yeah, it's about the kids nowadays. Yeah, kids cause... are watching, and the the whole rise of backyard wrestling didn't help either. Kids were hitting each other in the head with chairs and jumping off of roofs and stuff, and people got hurt, and they wanted to blame WWE, WWF at the time. Yeah, what what do you think about? The Jeff Hardy news that broke a couple days ago. What's that? That uh, he uh, he got released from WWE again because he walked out of a match. He just walked, I guess, through the audience and disappeared and left and went home. And I think Jeff Hardy's facing some personal demons. He's had his run-ins with drugs um, over the years. He's got suspended a couple times. But Vince McMahon, you know, he has a motto that if you put ashes in the seats, he'll let you come and work for him and Jeff Hardy definitely puts asses in the seats and that's what saved him a couple times is because he did get in trouble but he draws such a market that Vince McMahon was kind of willing to overlook that and bring him on board anyways right yeah no I think it's weird doesn't Matt wrestle for AEW now oh uh, yeah he was what he's not doing that anymore I believe he is I haven't caught AEW in a couple weeks um but he said that Jeff's in like a spot mentally where he's got to take time off and do what's best for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's always been like that, though. Yeah, so he's always been the older brother. I remember in an interview I watched, he said, you know, I've always been the older brother and I kind of protected Jeff. I told him when to get up, when to sleep, when to eat, when to come on the plane rides. They were like 16 when they entered. Jeff lied about his age. And Matt Hardy said, you know, if you bring me from Omega, which was in the Carolinas at the time, in like 93, you had to bring Jeff, too. And Jeff lied about his age to get in. <laughs> yeah, but look where they're at. Yeah, they're megastars now. Yeah. Yeah, their big comeback, I think, was in New Orleans at WrestleMania. And that was huge. Yeah, it was. They definitely got a pop from the crowd. <laughs> um, so, what are you doing now? Are you you're taking a break from wrestling, or what? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, I had fun with Beast. That's a local guy out of Chicago. He's wrestled all around Americas um he's even been in Puerto Rico and he was training me for a while and you know Chicago is expensive to live in yeah and I'm getting $300 a week and it's $900 plus rent plus utilities and everything for a one bedroom so you kind of had to come back to Davenport and then I'll probably go to Impact next year Impact Pro Wrestling which is out of Des Moines like I said that's in Collins Iowa just sort of Des Moines and Marshalltown and they have an academy for two grand, so. Nice. So how long have you been going on this wrestling journey, I guess? 
Um, on and off since I was like 14, 15. Like I said, I had a parent's permission. Plus, my grandpa was a promoter, so that helped. My nice. grandma wasn't too thrilled about it, you know. I've had concussions and stuff. Um, I used to do a lot of backyard wrestling as a kid. So, I had a lot of injuries, but grandma just says, you know, follow your heart. But she's not crazy about it. She'd rather me try to do something else. Is that kind of where... Where did the drug addiction come in? How did that happen? Uh, the drug addiction actually happened after a girlfriend left me. My child's mother, and the second child's mother that I had, I started doing cocaine, and then I graduated to meth and ecstasy, and really anything I could get my hands on. And I was doing the wrestling too at the time, and I mean, I don't think it perfect. I don't think it affected my performance, but it definitely, it definitely put me in a spot of like, what's more important at the time, and where do I go, and what do I do? I like I said, I lost my trailer. I was homeless. I went to Chicago. That was kind of like my saving grace. Going to Chicago? Yeah, Beast got me off of drugs, and I came back to Davenport, didn't have a place to go. Grandma said, come live with her, so. Right. And now you work at a burger joint while you wait for the next installment of your uh, your wrestling career, right? Yes, definitely. I like it here, though. It's good people, good hours. Nice, nice. Yeah, so going back on the Seth Rollins thing, you got... I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get Seth on the podcast, uh, but you gotta get a hold of that wrestling academy, get your money back, or get him to train you. Like, yeah, I think what happened was probably a misunderstanding because my grandpa had talked to him and he said come back because the it was on a Thursday I believe, and they told me to come Friday at like seven or eight, and I showed up, and they says come back Saturday. Well, then come back Sunday, and Seth said not today, so. I don't know if he didn't realize that I was supposed to train or if it was me or what the deal was, but I never did get to train there. Like I said, I went to Chicago, so. Well, shit, you should probably get in touch with him and then. Yeah, or Nick, maybe. Yeah, so still run SCW. There you go. There you go. All right, well, uh, that was Zach Jacobs, the dream. Uh look out for him he's gonna do big things in the indie circuit right zach yep definitely all right man my co-host for tonight was Corey. Corey's a, a mad dope ass rapper fucking see money style you know but anyway the interview with zach went decent i would say um but Corey wasn't standing there for that part so now i have to ask Corey. What he thinks about Zach being a professional, well, an amateur wrestler. So, Corey, what do you think? I think he's pretty gnarly, man. Doodly do off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> off the top rope. There it is. Yeah, man.